Jim Clouk on the Beach Money Podcast. I hope everyone's having a great day living your beach money life. Jordan Adler allows me to talk to all of you with some really close friends of his. And Tony Ferraro is joining me today here on the program, a close friend of Jordan. Hey, Tony, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Well, you know what I'm going to say. I'm living the dream. <laughs> You're living the dream. <laughs> I'm living. I'm living. And we're going to be talking a little bit about how you can help people live their dreams. Uh, I yeah. always like to start off, though. How do you know Jordan and what does he mean to you? Well, Jordan, Jordan's a great friend. Uh, the reality is, uh, you know, I've known him, I guess, for about four years. I was the publisher of Beach Money, uh, the books, and until I got out of publishing just uh, recently. And um, and so that's how we met was I, I purchased the, the company that published the book. Uh, but then from there, you know, I went out and sat down with him and, uh, in Vegas when, when I first bought the company and that's when I met him and, and really got to know him and, uh, just really came to enjoy, you know, Jordan Adler He's such a wonderful person. One of the most humble, meek people I've ever met. Uh, he is exactly as advertised. Uh, there's literally no fake in him at all. And, and what, um, and that's what everybody says. I agree. Yeah, he, he, it's phenomenal. And, and so over the years, we became friends, uh, probably firstly, and business partners in a couple other endeavors, uh, the Momentum Bakers books that are available on Amazon. Uh, we published those together. And uh, then we did the Momentum Makers workshop and, and some other things. So that's how I got to know him. It's been awesome and look forward to a lot of years uh, knowing Jordan Adler. Yeah, congratulations. He's a good person to know. He is very humble. Um, he's he's done very well for himself and for other people. He's a great connector. And anyone who's watching this who doesn't have a close relationship to Jordan, you should try to figure out how to get in his inner circle. And his inner circle's huge. It's Massive. it's it's almost the size of our globe that we live on. And yeah. I find it incredible how many people he touches on a regular basis um i've i've known jordan i've known of jordan for a long time i first interviewed him on my radio show the bring on success radio show back in 2009 and we talked about the beach oh, wow. book and then we you know we weren't really in contact for a while and then not too long ago we reconnected and um but he has a lot of those stories he knows a lot of people like me right there's he just you know, the old Rolodex, it's very, very deep, but that's really the secret to his success is getting to know people, connecting people, helping people. And as Zig Ziglar says, or said, if you help enough other people yeah. get what they want, you'll get what you want. And, uh, he's, he's done a great job of building his business. How can you help people? Yeah, well, I, I really help, you know, high net worth individuals and C-level, C-suite level folks in business, uh, really clarify and discover what their real dream for their life is and and or their business and then build a clear path to it so that they can get there for less time and less money than they would otherwise do on their own so you know what i've found is a lot of folks um who and particularly successful folks you know they've run 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 to a point of success and they they still find this place of lack of clarity um you know they 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 sometimes feel stuck uh, overwhelmed, uh, tired, uh, or they just aren't even clear what they're running for anymore. Um, you know, they've achieved a lot and they've got, they've, you know, gathered a lot of resources, money or otherwise, but they're lacking purpose in it. And so, 
you know, on the individual side, I help people sort of figure that out. On on the corporate side, when I work with C-level folks, it's really about helping the organization discover the strategy to the vision of the company. And so it's, it's sort of two different tool sets for different purpose, but very, very much the same thing, strategy. And that's, that's really what I help people with. Uh, Joni, do you find that highly successful people get caught up in their identity and their, we'll call it work, in their career, in who they are, but sometimes lose their identity then in their personal life? And then when they retire, some go like into depression and they're like, I've lost my identity. Do you see that? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I can't tell you how many people I've worked with and done a life plan for in even their sixties. And, and they've, they've stepped back and, and looked at their life on the wall as we've written it all out, all the major turning points and, and gotten that tear in their eye because they've ended up someplace they didn't want to be. Um, they've had a very successful life. Some of these people are, you know, making millions of dollars per year, but but they've they've made a very successful life. They've been very good at what they do, but they haven't ended up where they wanted to be. It, it's kind of like this, right? If 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 you take a trip to the moon and you're off by one percent, how many miles are you going to miss it by? You know, a lot of folks, particularly successful people, they were pushed into the vision that maybe their parents had for them uh, or society had for them, and they never really took the time to say, "What's in it for me, and what do I want to get to?" and and that question never got answered. And that, that's where the identity really became the work. And to your point, and when the work is over, that's why so many folks, when they retire, they die. <laughs> it's sad. They've got no, they've got no other identity. And, uh, and so what I try to do is help them discover all, all six areas of their life, not just their personal life, their financial life, their, you know, spiritual life, uh, the geography they live in, what their financial goals are so that you, you've got really a dream for every part of your life because, that vocational domain that might end someday, but the other five keep going. <laughs> so let's get a plan for those so that you've got something beyond the end line, if you will. I agree with you. So yeah. when we first met, you asked me how I'm doing and I told you I'm living my dream. It's right. my dream. It's not my parents' dream. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you a quick story about me. Back in 2003, I was a younger guy um, and I was married to an even younger, beautiful bride, still married now. We've been together for uh, 25 years married. And so I come home one day for my corporate job, and I'll set this up by saying, I thought I was doing pretty well. Here I am, 36 years old. I got a BMW, six-bedroom house, a pool, and a tennis court in the most affluent neighborhood in Rhode Island. Now, people are probably saying, well, that's not saying much. It's a small state. It doesn't matter. <laughs> It's it's better to be that big fish in a small pond, maybe. So in any right, case, right. I come home back then, full head of hair. I mean, good. I, I had everything going. Beautiful wife. My wife is standing in the kitchen holding our two year old pregnant with our soon to be daughter to, you know, mm -hmm. uh, she was mm -hmm. she was like three months pregnant or so. And I said, honey, I would like to quit my job. Nice six figure income job. And back then, a six figure income job for a 30 some was a lot. Was a big deal. Okay. That yeah. was, 20, you know, I was almost 25 years ago. And, right. and she looked at me. She's holding our two year old son, resting him on her little belly, saying, sure, which is great. So I have a very, very supportive wife. But when I told my father, who grew up in the corporate world, Oh, I dude. had a corporate job. He said, are you crazy? Why would you throw mm -hmm. out a perfectly good job and career? I said, well, to be honest with you, that was your dream. 
not mine. I've done it right. for X amount of years since I graduated from high school. Don't want to do that anymore. I'm a misfit. And honestly, I see people in their 50s getting laid off. So I'm going to lay myself off now and I'm going to learn how to fend for myself and pursue my dream. And I've never looked back. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great story. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand the importance of that aha moment in life. And uh, that was a turning point for you, right? I mean, obviously, your, your life took a left turn. And uh, you're very happy with where you are now because of the way you describe it. So it worked out. Um, that's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, well, I share that story because a lot of people feel that they have to do what either society or their family or their friends think. You know, we go to school and I think we're conditioned and correct me if I'm wrong, Tony, but I think we're conditioned from a young age here in America to go to school, get educated with at least a high school degree. It's kind of like a rule. You have to that you're supposed to you know, be in school for so long. And then they encourage you to go to college. Not everyone should go, but they encourage you to go to college and work, work, work. Buy a house, which is great for the economy. Pay your taxes, which is great for the economy. And when you're 65, well, it used to be 65, 67 for some people who want to get their full retirement from Social Security. Now that's you know the age gap I'm in. Um, then um, you know at 67 or 70, you can then enjoy your retired life instead of living a life like I have, which is a life of I work and I play and I meet people and I travel and I exercise and I eat well. So many people are just go, 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 go. And then all of a sudden at 65 or 70, they stop and they don't have an existence that's worth anything anymore in their mind. A hundred percent accurate. And the reason is, is what, again, everything starts with a dream. What, what happened is the dream that, you know, society has for us typically is quote retirement having lived a good life that's not really a dream that's pretty fuzzy you know there's a lot of things that a dream really needs to be in order to in order to be a dream and that it's got to be clear you got to be able to express it in detail you need to know exactly what you're aiming at and what happened with you is typically what happens with so many folks is this sort of fuzzy horizon is out there called retirement and a good life and then there's what's called a strategy that is believed to get there you grow up you get good grades you go to college you get a good job, you work that really good job for 40, you know, 40 years, and then you can live in retirement for 10 before you die. And, and, and that just, that formula doesn't work, right? It just doesn't work. You know, real life fulfillment comes when you have a clear dream on the front end and then build the exact strategy to get to it, not some general strategy that works, quote, for everyone else. It's got to be your strategy and, uh, and it's unique to you. And, and that's what you've done now at 36. You had a turning point, you built you know, you, you had a dream and your, your vision at that point was I want to be self-sustaining and uh, and you, you know, sort of figured out what that might look like vocationally. And then you built a strategy to go get to it. What what happens for a lot of folks is they get into those transition points in life and particularly retirement. And they've got no no vision or dream beyond that. And and then they build no strategy to it. Uh, and and that's you know, and then you have the other folks that are absolutely stuck like you were, um, you know, 100 percent stuck. And I talk to these folks all the time you know, that fill the golden handcuffs, you know, and I'm making really good money. I've got this big house. I've got my family. I've got the cars. I've got all this stuff. And I, and I got kids about to get to college. I, I can't just walk away from my J-O-B. I can't just change things because it's going to disrupt all of those other things I care about. And those are those handcuffs. You know, all of those moments just need a transition plan, right? You can build a strategy for anything. Um, you might not be able to walk out on your job tomorrow, but you can build a transition plan to get to the life that you want. 
And, uh, and that's, that's, you know, that's what a lot of people don't understand is they feel trapped. And, uh, and there, there's a way out of anything to anything else. It's just a matter of discovering the right pathway. I agree with everything you say. Um, I'll tell you though, a lot of people said what I did was courageous, that I was brave. Yeah, sure. Um, I think it's a lot more, this is my opinion. I think it's a lot more difficult when you're 50 or 55 to make the decision I made at 36. I had, I told you, very young kids. One wasn't even born yet. She, yeah, right. my kids never saw me go to a W-2 job. I've always had my own business. Right. So, of course, they grew up differently than I did. I grew up with a father who moved us every three years because he was a high-level executive. And when he changed positions, we moved to different parts of the country and different countries for that matter, You know, right. which was interesting. But I didn't want that life for myself or my kids. I was tired of moving. And I wanted, you know, control. And and so I think it would be really scary. And, Tony, tell me your opinion on this. Uh, really scary for a 50-year-old who has kids who are going – just about to go to college, who've always received that paycheck. I say it's like being on the teat of the corporation, right? You don't know how to make your own money. You are receiving an allowance from a company, really. I mean, just right, like when right. you were a kid, right? And if you never had your own job before or built your own business, self-employed, whatever that income is, I could see how someone might be really afraid in their late 40s or 50s to go out and do something, especially when they have college on the horizon and they have that five bedroom house and they may have a lake house and they have the three cars. They don't want to give it up. I gave up everything, by the way. I, I, yeah. I, and, and I didn't make what I was making for five years, but right. I was young and I figured, well, I could always retreat and get a job. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I never yeah, did, yeah. but isn't it harder for someone who's older? It just depends, right? So there's a spectrum that people are on, and one of one of the the things that I like to measure is is risk, and another one is change. You know, some people are are high risk takers and very comfortable with risk, and others aren't. And some people are really high change agents, and some are not. You know, uh, very comfortable with change. So to answer that question, um, I think for a lot of people it's very scary and it's hard, and for some people it's actually really freeing, and and they gain a lot of confidence in it. Um, you know, so it, it, it's really a matter. That's why there's not one plan for everybody, uh, because not everyone is the same. Uh, what I will say is, yeah, the older you get, you know, um, you're you're definitely entrenched in your your ruts a little bit deeper, and and change is harder and bigger. But it doesn't have to be scary. And so one of the things I like to talk with folks about is fear is really based on a lack of confidence. Um, and, and confidence is, it's an interesting word. If you take confidence and look at the root of it, con means with and fit in the, the, the root word of fit in is fidelity or truth. So confidence really means with truth. And so the mm -hmm. question is, what truth are you standing with when you make these decisions? You know, are you, are you just coming up with some entrepreneurial crazy hot idea or, or, you know, for this transition? Or are you really confident? Are you standing in the truth of what your life experience has already proven to be good at, right? If, you are, if you're standing in the truth of what your life experience has proven to be good at and you're operating within your skills and your talents, driven by your passions, um, then really anything is possible. And, and that, that, that risk, if you will, or that change becomes easier. It's just transition. So I, I think for a lot of people, uh, what happens is when they're at that age, 
what they see is the opportunity and and then they see their where they are now and that gap is masses and that's scary what i help people do is really understand don't look at the dream understand what the dream is so we know how to get to it don't look specifically at where you are let's identify where you are in relationship to the dream so that we can do what so we can build a plan right now the plan that's what you can have confidence in right and if you work the plan if you plan the work and work the plan the plan will work so you know it, at the end of the day that that can alleviate a lot of those fears that you're talking about now is is really having confidence in the plan and your ability to execute it don't put your confidence in the hope hope is not a strategy and don't let your past be the anchor to where you're going right let's let's identify the path between and gain a lot of confidence in that and your ability to execute. And so with that, I think a lot of people become empowered and able to move. I can't agree with you more. When I began to get a lot of confidence was after I made a decision that I had to make a lifestyle change in my right. in my life. It was so I was changing careers, not because I had some great idea. Right. I'll be honest with you. I didn't know what the heck I was going to do. It's kind of like a high schooler <laughs> saying, I'm going to college. I'm just going in that direction and I'll figure out because for me, it was a lifestyle change. It wasn't, oh, I had this dream last night about this neat thing I can develop and market. I'm all of a sudden going to become an entrepreneur. I knew I was going to be doing something different. And so in order to go down that path, I had to move to a different area. So we moved from Rhode Island to Texas because it would be easier to start a business uh, in Texas. And we had family there for the babies. And there was a number of things I had to do in order to get out of that job, get out of that house and get down to Texas to start my new life. So I put these goals together and I started accomplishing these goals. And I'm right. like, hey, if I can do this, this, this and this, I can do anything. So I think you find people who have been very successful as entrepreneurs out on their own are not afraid of loss because they've done it before. And you hear about people, whether it's a Donald Trump who lost billions and and you know got him again. Now it's questionable how many billions he really has. But in any yeah. case, the, the, the point is, is you see people who are constantly out there and they're not afraid to fail. So they actually seem to be risking more. But to them, they're like, no big deal. I did it before. Um, I didn't die. I think a lot of us are afraid of the unknown. Uh, yeah, there a lot of people are afraid of the unknown, and that that's 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 what I help people do is is make the unknown a little more known, and uh, right, and that's in the development of the plan. But to your point, right? So let's let's just go ahead and focus on the the other side. You know, the the people that are a little fearful mm -hmm. or resistant to change. Um, you know that that can be a really hope, hopeless or helpless sort of position because you sit back and you go, okay, great. So I really am stuck in my job because I'm not comfortable with change and I'm not comfortable with risk. I'm on a scale of one to ten, you know, one being low. I'm a one on both of those, um, you know. And so for that individual, you know, life can be really depressing because they they don't like where they're at and they're stuck. And 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 the issue there is is really understanding that 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 discontent that you're feeling is really the driving force that, that can help you overcome and be the tipping point on change. But the other part of it is this, is that somebody else's change dream or dream for change or entrepreneurial event doesn't have to match yours, right? So in other words, 
the level of change that someone goes through in order to redevelop their life at midlife or later, um, the, the level of change that someone goes to or the level of risk that they take doesn't have to be the same for everyone. Sometimes, even for folks that are just kind of in that rut and they're more resistant to change or a little less comfortable with risk, you know, it, it's, it's more of a chiropractic adjustment will help them find that, that life satisfaction, right? It's, it's a smaller level of change or a smaller level of risk. And, and the truth is, as they begin to take some of those small level risks and those small level change movements, they become a little bit more comfortable with the idea of bigger ones um, because they've had some success with the little ones. So it, it's really, you know, again, there, there is no pat answer for every single person. Um, and, 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 and at the same time, sometimes the problem isn't your job. Sometimes the problem is all you have is your job. And so, you know, you're in a rut in life because of what we were talking about a bit ago, your whole identity is wrapped up in the job you have and you're, you're miserable, not because your job sucks, but because you don't have any other life. You don't, you're not, you're not doing self-care. You're not filling yourself up. You haven't discovered any hobbies. You know, a lot of folks, the more resistant people are to change and risk, the higher the probability is that they, they just don't really take any in any part of their life. And, um, and, you know, the truth is, as we discover some change areas and we take even a little bit of risk, that's where fun is. I mean, that's where discovery is. And, and that's what, you know, really helps people find enjoyment in life. And so, you know, you don't have to feel bogged down in the reality that, hey, I'm, I'm really resistant to change and I'm really resistant to risk, so I'm just stuck. Um, you know, even that person can find life satisfaction. And sometimes it's not just about changing the job. Maybe your job is perfect for you, but the rest of your life kind of stinks. And, and so let's build a plan for that. Not everyone is the same. So your job must be very interesting. You have such a breadth of experience, though, so you can identify with, I'm sure, most people. And there aren't many different scenarios, meaning there's there's kind of a finite number of scenarios and everyone's going to have to kind of fit into that. So I can see how you can really help people. What's the best way for people to reach you, Tony? Uh, TonyFerrar.com. That's Tony easy. TonyFerrar.com. Yeah, yeah, just like Ferrari, but it's Ferraro. So it's uh... right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> TonyFerrar.com. Best way to reach me. Um, you know, and, uh, would love to help anybody that I can help or, or connect others to, you know, resources. Um, definitely good at that as well. I'm going to put Tony's information in the show notes. So there'll be no excuse. All you have to do is click. He's one click away. And Tony, I have to say, this has been fascinating and it's helped me a bit and it helped also reconfirm that I think maybe I made the right decision at 36. Well, you definitely did. Yeah. And I appreciate cool. that. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Have a great day. You bet. Thank you.